What's up, everybody? My name is Brandon McCollum, also known as BMXC, and this is Nice Minds. I have a very, very, very special guest with me, my friend Corva. Corva, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, considering how crazy this year has been. I know. It's been so crazy, scary, insane, all of the above. <laughs> yeah, it's just been insane. It's just been crazy. But you've been staying super busy, so how I know you, I think... We just became friends on Facebook, um, and I know we've we've talked a bunch and like just commented on each other's stuff, but we've never really had a conversation face to face before. And I've always wanted to talk to you because you're somebody who I see just constantly grinding, constantly doing your thing, and the amount of music that you put out is impressive. I mean, I feel like you're releasing something new like every month or something like that. So it's your uh, and your positivity too. So that it's just been really, really uh, amazing to see. So um, tell me a little bit about yourself, like your background, uh, you, uh, how you got started in music, and all that stuff. Oh my gosh! So I always like to keep it real. So yeah, basically, I was dating somebody for a really long time, about four years, five years, and they broke up with me in a text, and I was just like, oh my god, where is my life going? And um, I lost my job at the same time. And then I also found out really crazy stuff about my health. So in my mind, I was like, oh my gosh, like my life is falling apart. What am I going to do with myself? So I took a trip to Florida to like clear my mind. While I was down there staying with my friends who I went to college with, his mom was watching X Factor and Fifth Harmony was on. So she was like, Corva, come watch this with me. I basically got re-inspired. And then I started singing outside their house. She's like, was that you singing? Because it sounded really good. I was like, maybe. And she's like, why aren't you doing that? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Like my parents are old school. Again, this is like almost eight years ago. So they're supportive now. But when I first started, they weren't so supportive. She's like, I'll believe in you. So I came back up to New York from Florida. And ever since then, I've just been like going, going, going. Like nonstop. It's crazy. My life is totally different now. That's amazing. So have you been... Have you been putting out stuff constantly since then for the last eight years? Yeah, we have been putting out records every year. Um, I want to actually increase the amount of projects that I'm working on and releasing. Um, but it's just, it gets a little crazy because I'm not just a solo artist anymore. So I'm also like my company, Corva Music, is also developing other talent by offering like entertainment services to other singers or songwriters or producers or whatever, you know? So it's just been a very crazy time. That's awesome. Yeah, I think I heard one of the artists that you were developing. What's her name? She's really, really dope. Um, HR? Yeah. Yeah. So you've been developing her and like writing for her and stuff? We've been making music for her, like giving her production and stuff. Um, She typically comes in, like she's actually an amazing songwriter. I don't know if people or that many people know that about her, but what's up, Petra? Shout out to you because you're dope. <laughs> and um, yeah, she's very talented entertainer, but she's very good as a songwriter. So She'll come in. She's very detail oriented. She comes in with a plan every time. She's like, hey, guys, this is what I want to do. And then we'll offer her production. So um, in terms of working with her, our main thing is offering her production and engineering. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I I love everything that I've been hearing from from you and her and all that stuff. I, I don't know if I told you this, but I even have a Corva playlist on Apple Music. You're so cute. I love the vibe. Like it. It reminds me of like old um, electronic stuff. Like it, it gives me that like nostalgic kind of feeling. And I don't know if it is that intentional or is it just the way that it comes out? We reference other artists and other sounds for stuff, of course, like other artists that have really inspired me. I feel like that contributes to how my sound comes out for each project. 
but we don't really like go into it with like, it's going to be exactly this. Like, no, we don't do that. But I think what you're referencing is the fact that I'm obsessed with the nineties and I feel like the older sound of stuff, like, yeah, that does happen. And maybe it is indirectly intentional because I'm just obsessed with that like time era. (laughs) So maybe that's why, but yeah. Same here. I, 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 I gravitate towards the nineties stuff and, uh, my background is in hip hop production. So, uh, uh, all the stuff that I produce in the early 2000s was all like like 90s referencing. And that wasn't really cool at the time, but now I feel it's coming back. And that's kind yes. of like cool again. Yeah. Um, and that's that's amazing. Um, so tell me about this new collab project that you got. It's with your producer, the MJP? Yes, he's also my business partner. Um, he used to go by Mark J and then Mark Johnson, and now it's the MJP. So that's officially where he's landing his plane. (laughs) That is the last time we're changing the brand for him or his name. So it's the MJP and Corva. It's called Say Something and it's coming out Friday, which is today now. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited. That's what's up. I'm looking forward to hearing that. Light Up the Sky, that that was one of the last ones that I've really been been bumping. And that, that came out in like, what, August? Yeah, that was the end of the summer. Yeah. Honestly, because of COVID, it was like, everything was starting, you know? So we were like, oh crap, how are we gonna, how are we gonna get this music out? And then also it's like within yourself, I was like, oh my God, like, is it even the right time to be releasing new music? Cause people are like passing away, my gosh, and like getting super sick. And I, it made me very unhappy and upset and feeling for all these families. Like luckily, like I never have had COVID, thank the Lord, but a lot of people that I know definitely have been affected, you know? So that's why we waited until later in the summer. We didn't really have a choice, you know, everyone was like quarantining and stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, so what, what kind of setbacks did you have in 2020? I mean, were they mainly just, just music related? I mean, did you have any other like life setbacks that you really had to deal with? I would say business wise, of course. And yeah, personal too. I mean, it didn't affect me in the sense of like business being in the studio. Cause like we're always locked away from the world. So in that sense, no, but it did change business and how we record, you know, that's specifically what I'm referencing. So again, in terms of light up the sky, like it was very difficult because our vocal producer, like I know he was extremely worried about his parents. I also have a weakened immune system in addition to a ton of other health problems um, and things to watch out for. So it affected it in terms of recording because normally like, Hey guys, what's up? Let's just go in the studio and do whatever. But with COVID going on, it was just like, Oh my gosh, like, how are we going to do this? Because I don't record anything without my vocal producer, you know, for him to like direct me and we tweet things last minute, like on the spot. So, you know, in terms of doing final vocals, it was totally affected. And then on the personal side, I was in a committed relationship and then I'm not in that anymore. So that was a change also in 2020. <laughs> That's rough. That's really rough. Um, do you, yeah. do you do like live shows or anything? I do, but I feel like we've been so focused on like radio play just because, and again, like I love performing live, like I want to do more of it, but I feel like we've been focused on like making more noise with radio so that I then can have bigger opportunities at bigger venues to perform. Um, And then again, like then we got to the point with COVID where, you know, I was actually booked to do like performances and radio shows and you know I was going to be flying to Chicago at one point and my doctors literally were like no (laughs) 
you're not doing any of that, you know, which was unfortunate. It was unfortunate, but I feel like things are slowly getting back to normal or like our right. normal, you know? So I feel like now in the near future, hopefully again, fingers crossed that it will work out and I'll be able to perform and stuff. Cause I miss performing. It would be amazing if you start doing shows again, if you want to, ever wanted to come to Minnesota. Oh my God, I would love that. I could probably get you on some stuff and uh, we could do some stuff. Yes, I've never even been to Minnesota. I guess we didn't even mention you're from New York, right? I'm originally from Greece, but I was adopted as a baby and I was raised Italian in New York. My family's Italian. Winters in, in New York are, are I, I guess, fairly rough, but Minnesota winters are nothing to mess with. So you have to come in the summertime. Oh, okay, for sure. <laughs> it's, it, it's a super dope state in the summertime, but the music scene here is incredible. I mean, it's it's one of the most slept on music scenes uh, probably in the, in the country. I mean, the amount of talent wow. talent from here is is just crazy. We're we're just not, you know. Yeah, we're we're kind of close to Chicago, but we're far away from New York. We're far away from, um, you know, L.A. So it's like its own thing, right? It's its own thing, and a lot of people don't realize it. But I, I have a feeling that after COVID settles down and stuff, um, the music scene will start booming again. Oh yeah. So we talked about touring a little bit. Um, what are your ultimate career goals? Oh. The question everybody wants the answer to, and I try to keep things on the hush hush. Um, but yeah, I guess what I can tell you is like the end goal for me, it's not actually to be signed to a label. I want to facilitate, you know, being signed to myself forever, but I want to eventually score like a you know, some sort of deal with a major label where I get to release my music through their outlets, but I still am signed to myself just because like, I want to keep creative control. And, you know, you just hear such crazy stories from different artists at every level that have been signed, you know, major labels, smaller ones, whatever. And it's crazy. Like, you know, some of them are very strict. They're very like controlling, you know, I, as an artist, it's like super important to me that from the day that I started, and this is totally still true, by the way, because some artists, they, they can't say that. I can actually still say that. From the day I first started doing this, singing in not this basement, but a different one, because my studio is in front of me right now, um, to today, like I'm still the same person. I just evolved like as an artist, but I'm still the same. My temperament's the same. I still have creative control. Like some of the other people, like they get... I don't want to say caught up, but it's like, you know, it, it is a business. So you have to listen sometimes to where you end up. But for me, like, that's why I just, I want to have creative control. I want to have like distribution through a major label. I think that would be the perfect fit for me. And it will facilitate, you know, like doing bigger stuff. You definitely do hear a lot more people doing that. I mean, like, like Macklemore did that. Uh, Chance the Rapper did that. I mean, they're completely yeah. independent with no label, but obviously they have um, some sort of distribution deals. Right. What kind of advice would you give to like young women that want to get started in the music industry? Oh my gosh, keep control of your career, ladies. That is so important as a woman in this industry. Full time for almost eight years. God, I've learned a lot. And definitely my biggest thing is to keep control of your situation. There are so many men, not to pass judgment on you because you seem amazing, but there's a lot of men in this field or line of work that are very like controlling and think that the 
it's like the man leads with everything and it's bullshit. <laughs> like, no, it shouldn't yeah. be like that. Women are strong and fierce and so capable. And we are tested every day and faced with so many obstacles as men are as well. But I feel like there's a lot of men that still look down upon women and, and being like a strong woman, it's almost like, oh, so luckily there's people, you know, like Beyonce and other strong females, baby Rexa that are constantly like speaking out about things like that taylor swift like you know so that's my biggest thing not just for women but for guys too like just keep control over your career surround yourself with a really good team that supports and enhances your creative vision that is my best advice and obviously do not sign anything without having a legal team look it over because you never know what's in there you never know that's great advice uh and anytime somebody says like no offense I don't take any offense because because I trash men okay. all the time. I mean, I, I okay okay. <laughs> anytime some somebody says like something about men or a woman says something about men, I don't take any offense because you know I know that my gender can be trash, and um, I I am all for women empowerment in the industry, especially. I mean, that's especially why I wanted to talk to you um, and a couple other women oh. that I've had on this because. Um, you're somebody who I think really embodies that because I, I see I see your confidence and and I, I feel like it's it's something that young women uh, can look up to. And I feel like you're a very positive example. Oh, you're so cute right now. Oh. I think that that's <laughs> great you. advice. A team. Team is very important. Absolutely. Because that's the other major thing. Some artists are on the come up, you know, and they're younger than me or older than me or whatever, somewhere in between. And they think like, oh, I'm so driven. Like, I'm going to do it all. And I'm like, hold on now. <laughs> Wait a sec. Because I was there at one point too. And then I got tired. So it's like, you need the right team. Because it is literally impossible to do everything right. yourself. It isn't like 24 hours in a day. You need like way more hours. <laughs> yep. I ran my company, Nice Entertainment, as a record label uh, for a little while. And it was it was amazing having a team of people around me, you know, to to help out with the day-to-day -day things. I mean, because I was like, you know, working with artists, you know, developing them and I was booking right. shows and I was, you know, trying to get love from like blogs and, you know, radio or whatever. Um, and it was impossible for me to do alone while also, you know, making it's beats hard. and being a recording engineer and, a, you know, trying to be a rapper on my own. I, I, I basically gave up right my own solo music when I started my record label. Um, so, wow. th so this year I really had to kind of take a step back and um, I had a team of people and they're, they're all great. Um, but I kind of had to like, let them go because it, it came to a, a point where I was like, like, it didn't make any sense, especially during COVID for me to have this team um, when I was like, so focused on other things. Um, and I think what you said is um, is very true as well. Having a team of people that are working as hard as you uh, is yes. is key and it's crucial. That's it. Working as hard as 
you, meaning the artist. They have to, it's not just the team. I'm so glad you brought that up right now. <laughs> it's not just the team, but also people that have the same hunger, the same drive as you. And even if they don't, you are so motivational to them. You are so inspirational to them. You are so focused, so driven to them in their eyes that it like lights a fuel under their ass to be like, damn, I want this too. Like, let's go, let's do it. So that's very important. You just said that. Yeah. Very. And it, and it's also important that uh, you all share common goals as well. You all, you all have the same like end goal in mind because um, I know when I try to put various forms of my company together, um, a lot of people just had their own agendas, you know, and their own. It was very hard to get like a unifying goal um, between everybody yeah. because everybody was just like focused on doing their own thing. And so, so I think that that's just as important as, is, you know, knowing what the end goal is and like where your priorities should lie. You know, my father always said this to me. I'll never forget. I asked him something and he was like, you know what? I'm not going to tell you my opinion. And I was like, why? Like that? I want your opinion. And he's like, because you know why? Everyone has an agenda. And this is something that I want to teach you like right now in this moment as it's happening in real time. He's like, so even though I'm your father, I love you. Like my agenda is to only do good for you. He's like, I want you to recognize that. Cause he's like, the more that you, you know, cause going into entertainment and stuff as a female, you know, as his daughters, of course it's very like intimidating to my father that he can't protect me. So he's like, you know, you have to determine what is everybody's agenda? <laughs> like what is the right one for you? You know, and just make sense of it all. So yeah, everybody has an agenda. I'll never forget that he said that. And it was so true. Everyone, yeah. best friends, family, even your team. I'm sure you know, everybody's got an agenda. So it's like, let's all be on the same page with our agenda. Yeah, it's hard sometimes because people are like, oh yeah, I want this, I want this, I want this. Like I want blue, 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 blue. And all of a sudden they're like, no, I want rainbow. And you're like, wait, what? <laughs> like, that's not yeah. what you told me. How does your team stay like really focused and driven? Like, how do you keep like your team members motivated? Oh my God. Honestly, you want to be really honest? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> they call me Sergeant Corva because I literally crack the whip on their asses like all the time. Like, they'll be like, Corva, I'm tired. I'm like, we do not have time for sleep. We need to work. Like, for real. So, honestly, I'm just very hard on everybody. Thank God they still want to work work with me but i'm very serious i'm very driven and my drive definitely in the past not so much anymore because now they're like okay i'm with it i'm with it like she's she's very driven let's do it let's do it but god in the beginning it was tough because i'm so driven that they were like whoa <laughs> slow down like chill. i'm like who is time to chill like i want to do this 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 like you know but basically because i oversee my operation so even though I have management, even though I have a business partner, a vocal producer, an engineer, all these intricate parts that formulate, you know, the brand of Corva or Corva Music, it's like, I am still the leading force. So it's like, they just know now that it's like, when I walk in the room, everybody kind of is like, okay, what are we doing today? Like, let us know. And I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> like, it's go time. <laughs> so energy, like my energy is what keeps everyone <laughs> in line and focus. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. I, that, that's that's dope. And that's really inspiring because I feel like in the past I didn't have the right energy and I didn't, you know, fire up my team as I as I probably should have and could have. And I think I think that was ultimately um, what 
made it so I needed to kind of disband um, my company because it's it's not I'm not the type to point fingers at everybody. Right. I, I have to take the blame. Um, and right. it, it was definitely something where like, you know, my my company is called Nice Entertainment, and it's because I'm a nice right. guy and I'm a little bit too nice. So mm-hmm. I I had a really hard time with um, I guess just being strict with um with like deadlines and with um you know keeping everybody on the same page and keeping people motivated and all that stuff i because i was always like i'm very much like a do what you need to do do what you want to do type of person but when you're trying to run a company with multiple heads that's not how you need to be that's not as as a leader that's not how you need to lead and so i'm hoping you know and and that's what i've learned i'm hoping that after you know after covid settles down and um after all that stuff that i can kind of come back to it and maybe start putting back together the team a little bit and, um, you know, make Nice Entertainment more than just my personal brand like it is right now. Yeah. I mean, listen, I think everything in life serves a purpose. You know, yeah. it's either to show you or to grow you or whatever, you know. So it's like everything serves its purpose. My best advice for you in that situation is like, obviously take time to like i call like emotional detox because that can be exhausting like building up something and then it doesn't work out and it's so disappointing and especially when it's about creative stuff and your passion in life and then shit just kind of falls apart (laughs) you know to be blunt it's like you gotta take time to like okay lusa it's gonna be fine this was a learning experience like what positive can i take from this to then apply it towards the next thing but i definitely agree with you like it's very important if you are serious about anything in life and passionate and you have goals like you are not just there to be like the face of the operation or the artist or the whatever the front the guy in the front line it's like you also have to keep everybody around you in check because people like i said agenda you know so that's that's very important but i'm sure you will figure it out you seem like a sweetheart thank you again for asking me to be here and yeah like just stay positive and the best thing too, um, on the personal side, energy is very real. So yep. if I'm even like the slightest bit feeling negative energy, I'm like, okay, I can't fuck with you. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is not the right fit. Like I don't have time for whatever's making you so miserable in life. Like I need only there for you as a friend, but I'm saying towards business stuff. Like you could tell, you know what I'm trying to say? Like yeah. a person's energy. We all go through, you know, difficult times. Well, a COVID example, you know, everyone was going through it in different ways but it's like we still have to find ways to stay positive and motivated so yeah the energy thing how do you keep up that positivity i just love to do this man this is really what i want to do with my life yeah like i know it sounds maybe cliche but like it's been eight fucking years and this is still what i want to (laughs) do like that bad you know what i mean um but on the day-to-day especially going through covid like different ways to see positive and focus. I mean, exercise is very important. Absolutely. Um, I feel like definitely something else too, that I was seeing a trending thing. And I'm not saying that I don't consume alcohol responsibly, of course, but I feel like a lot of people were increasing how much alcohol consumption. And mm-hmm. I'm like, it's still a depressant. So yep. it made me concerned, like even for some of my friends, I'm like, guys, chill. Because it's like, I wouldn't want that to make this you know, some people are having like COVID depression, you know what I mean? Pandemic, like 
misery inside within their soul. And then they're turning to alcohol. And I'm just like, be careful because yeah. that's still a depressant. So my biggest thing, anybody that's out there potentially watching this, um, I would say steer clear of alcohol if you're feeling upset, not just during COVID, but anytime. Because I feel like in the moment, it's like, ooh, it's like liquid gold. This is great. I feel so happy. But then like the next three days, maybe you feel like shit and you're right. upset, depressed. So staying away from alcohol, like I, I drink, but within moderation, um, yeah. working out, and then just having normalcy, you know, this goes for during COVID, but also as an artist, because entertainment can be so like, woo, you know, mm-hmm. that it's like, I'll just like make eggs one morning and like do nothing for a few minutes. And that's like, okay, this is normal. Like, okay, back to entertainment, you know, you need normalcy, like balance. I'm similar in the fact that I, I rarely consume alcohol. Like I probably haven't had a, a drink since last summer, maybe like July. Wow. Okay. I mean, I, I live my life like I would say 90, 95% sober probably. Um, and so, but I mean, addiction is really real for a lot of people and that is how they cope. I mean, I, I know so many people, you know, family, friends, um, that they, you know, they turn to alcohol, they turn to drugs, they turn to different ways to, to get through their days and get through their anxiety, get through their depression, whatever. Um, so it's, it's a super real thing. And I, I've really had to, I've talked about this on other podcasts as well. Um, I've really had to learn empathy for that over time because I'm very much like, you know, I, my anxiety and depression is, has been a huge thing in my life, but I've always been like the type that I just, I soldier through it. Like, I just like, I, I deal with like all the pain, all the, you know, whatever, like I just deal with it head on. Which is amazing. Round of applause for you. It's Thank not you. easy yeah. to do so. Very Thank good you. job over there. So for a long time, I, I didn't understand how other people didn't do that. So like, like it right. just, it, I had really, as an adult, um, I had to learn empathy for that. Um, because, uh, you know, in my younger years, I would, you know, I would see like, you know, people doing coke at my parties or like people, you know, getting way too fucked up. And I would just be like, those people are, you know, I, I would just be judging them like left and right. And I'm like, and right. now, now as an adult, I have nothing but love and compassion for, for anybody that's struggling right. or, or going through that. You don't know what people are going through until right. you actually get to know them. So yeah, exactly. And I, th- I think that's the biggest thing that as an adult, um, I mean, just in general, uh, you know, pe- people just need to learn empathy back to the lighthearted stuff. Uh, what can we expect from you in the near future? I mean, we talked about like ultimate career goals. What are your next like things that you got coming up? So like I said, I try to keep everything on the hush hush until I put it out there. Um, just because I don't like to jinx stuff, but right. we're working on some cool shit. <laughs> and you guys will see soon when I, you know, explain about it. Because <laughs> I'm thinking in my head right now, oh my God, what can I say? What can I say? Um, but obviously, you know, say something is out today. So make sure you guys go stream it play it show us love we worked hard on it um it's the mjp's first original under his new brand so that's pretty dope um obviously too last week i had another new release um called time chiquino featuring corva that's melodic techno so they're both very different um songs but it's pretty dope to have two originals out like one week after the other that's a first for me and it's such a cool feeling and Oh my God. Like I told you earlier in the conversation, I want to put out more music more consistently. Like 
instead of putting out like one record a year, two records a year, even if they're bomb and they get a lot of radio play, like that's dope. But I just want to give people out there like fans, supporters, even haters, whatever, more stuff to talk about and more consistent music. But in the near future, for sure, we're going to keep growing Corva Music, my company, my management um, is very supportive of it now. Um, so that's awesome. So yeah, just growing my brand, putting out more content, putting out more original records and growing other talent at the same time, you know, and just progressing. Like I definitely want to go on tour. That's something I want. But again, COVID is still maybe going to always be there in some way. And I do have a lot of health problems. So I'm not trying to make an excuse because I really want to do it, but I have to make sure that I can be safe or like the safest way possible. But tour is definitely like, if you're really asking me, what do you want to do? Tour. I want to fucking tour. I want to be fucking touring like this whole country and then some. Like, that's what I'm after. The bigger stuff, you know? And it's not that easy. So people ask me for advice. I'm like, mm, you just got to work hard and stay focused. But yeah, tour. I want tour. That's what I'm focused on. Tour, more radio play. Growing other artists, growing my brand. To answer your question. That's dope. That's dope. I... At some point, I've never been to the East Coast. I've never been out to New York. Um, Are you serious? No, I, I'm a West Coast kid. I was I was born and raised for oh the, the first part of my life in California, and then I moved to the Midwest, and I've been everywhere. You need to come visit us. Yeah, west of the Mississippi. That's I've been to every state, but east of the Mississippi, like I haven't, I haven't been. I think like the most east I've maybe been is Ohio. Um, so like. Wow. So I have to um, get out there and I would love to um, because I'm really trying to get into, you know, you know, I said like I, I came up producing hip hop and I've been producing hip hop for like 18 years, but I'm trying to get into like pop. I'm trying to get into like like R&B. So like I, I really I want to work with singers. I want to learn from like pop producers. I want to like get more into that world. So I would love to just like be a fly on the wall at some point during one of your studio sessions or like a few of them or something. Yeah. Yeah. I will say from personal experience and all those genres of music, like I feel like pop is actually the hardest. Yeah, I agree. Um, Cause it's very, it's so funny. It's like almost like opposite, but the same when I say this, cause it's like pop music is so simple, but yet it's yep. not. Yep. And I feel like, only people that produce records could probably really understand what I'm talking about. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, like it's, it sounds simple, very simplified, but yet it's complex. Right. So it's hard to make pop, like really good pop records. It's very hard in my opinion. I think that's the hardest genre to produce because I feel like pop records too. Um, it's just my opinion. I feel like art, well, even R&B, like very musical, you know, like, I, I do dance music, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, or house music. So it's a little bit different because everything's like done within the box, like within the computer, um, whatever jaw you're using. But pop records, like they use a lot of real instruments still. Um, depends if we're going to record your final vocals, like all these things, like because pop is such a distinct sound or whatever. Do you plan on staying in like the dance music space? Um, or do you, do you want to branch out into other genres as well? I don't like to just do like the standard thing. Um, right. I don't want to be like, hey, I'm Corva, I'm just a dance artist. Like, no, eh, it's boring. I want to always incorporate like three different genres into my sound, you know? So if I'm going to keep doing dance, like maybe a project will be like dance with pop with a little, I don't know, like 
R&B, you know, or something like that. Like, you know, I want to keep it interesting and creative. So, but mainly dance pop. We've pretty much covered every single topic that I wanted to talk to you about in a short amount of time, in like a half hour. Um, What last words would you like to leave everybody with? Be kind to everyone. Be kind. This is such a crazy time. Our world is like permanently changed. I honestly, and I hate to talk like that because it's like, oh gosh, hopefully things somewhat go back to normal, but just be kind. It's like everyone's struggling with different things that you would never know about because people are very good. Like, hey guys, how are you? I'm fun. Like, you know, just be kind to one another. Be kind. Ignore people that try to put you down or try to dictate, oh, you need to live your life like this. Like, no, you know yourself best. Stay focused, be kind, work hard. And drink responsibly. Drink responsibly. No drinking and driving. No using alcohol when you're depressed. It's a bad combo. So my best advice. And that's great advice. (laughs) And thank you so much for joining me today and having this conversation. I really appreciate you and I'm a huge fan. And please continue to let me know how I can support you. Um, Always feel free to hit my inbox with new stuff and you know, if, if you ever need a, you know, need me to post anything or share anything that you do, I'm down. I'm just a fan. You are so sweet. I love you. Thank you so much for being so supportive. Thank you so much to you for having me here, for even wanting me here. You know, there's like a lot of people that are like, oh my God, Corvo, like you're doing all this stuff. Or what are you like famous? I'm like, oh my God. Like, no, like right. I'm, I, I don't consider myself that way. I just work hard. So it's like, I love doing stuff like this because I'm like, oh, it gets to be like real conversation. Not like, oh my God, I'm this artist. I'm like, hot shit. Like, no. <laughs> so thank you so much for asking me. Like human to human, it means a lot. Thank you. Well, thank you again. Uh, hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you soon. Sounds good. And let me know where I can support your stuff as well. Because that's important. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Of course.